You are listening to Radio Taiwan International. Visit us on our website at en.rti.org.tw and on YouTube at youtube.com slash RTI English. Thank you for joining us here on Radio Taiwan International. And you just heard an ad advertising our YouTube channel by our very own Tomasz Kobor, who is sitting here with me right That's now. Fine, yeah. uh, up next for you, I have hashtag Taiwan and I believe a status update. But we're going to start off like we always do, talking a bit about the news in here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan, where we talk to you about the news in Taiwan through two formats. Uh, we come to you live on a Facebook stream. And if you're watching that live stream right now, today is Monday, January 17th. But if you're one of our more traditional shortwave listeners, well, then today is Tuesday, January 18th. Uh, on today's docket, we're going to be talking about, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's kind of a slow news day. Yeah. Uh, but we still have to press on, nevertheless. Uh, one of the stories on our, not on our radar, because that's another <laughs> segment. That's a different show. That's a different show. On, our, on the radar is a different show. Um, I guess what we're hearing in Taiwan uh, this today is that Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan formally opens Taiwan's second recycled water plant. That's welcome news because southern Taiwan has drought issues. Mm -hmm. uh, we are facing water shortages uh, year on year. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're not going to face one this year. Doesn't look like it because it's raining right now in Taiwan, but we have a recycled water plant that is going to come into operation and hopefully alleviate some of the problems there. Every little bit helps. That's right. And then I'm going to be talking to you about year-end bonuses again. It's that time of year in Taiwan where bosses are yeah. feeling generous. I mean, as generous as bosses can feel. <laughs> and they're giving out year-end bonuses. Um, one of the big stories this year was about one company giving out ridiculous year-end bonuses. I'll get into that, but I'm going to be talking about another company that's giving out a full year salary as a year-end bonus. Could you believe that? Wow. And in our last story, I'm going to be telling you, as an American, a Taiwanese pitcher who is expected to sign with um, a, a team in the Major League Baseball in America. And as the resident American and baseball fan and baseball commentator, I guess I'll be taking that one. All that and more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. Do not go away. I was waiting for that. Uh, end. Nice. Tomash, so uh, we are kind of blessed in that we live in northern Taiwan, and mm. northern Taiwan doesn't usually face water shortages, um, but that is not the case for the center and south, because yes. central and southern Taiwan, they face droughts, I want to say, almost regularly now at this point. There was a drought in 2020, there was a drought in 2021. That's right. And... Um, there's all, and then, you, like we discussed last week, Taiwan has a huge semiconductor uh, industry, and the semiconductor industry also requires it's a lot of fresh water as water well, hungry. right? Yeah. It's very water hungry. So to get around this, there's a number of ways we can get around um, the water plant. Uh, I, I'm sorry, the water crisis. Um, one thing was digging underground for water, but that uh -huh. is not so reliable. I'm hearing. 
and well, it's kind would, of damaging to the environment? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, it's also, uh, Taiwan is very seismically active, yes. which is, makes all kinds of drills uh, all the more trickier. Yeah, so all those pipes would be a problem if you want to dig underground. I mean, there was just uh, an earthquake over the weekend. Did you, right. did you feel that one? Uh, no. Okay, neither did I. Um, I was hanging out with someone and they're like, do you feel an earthquake? I was like, no, I don't feel no earthquake. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. So Kaohsiung in southern Taiwan, the largest city in southern Taiwan, formally opens Taiwan's second recycled water plant. Hmm. Now, this is a recycled water plant, meaning they will purify water that's already been used. And some listeners before have talked about desalinization. Mm-hmm. Desalination? Desalination. Uh, desal- desal- desalination. Desalination. And uh, there is one desalination plant in Taiwan, and I believe that's in Penghu, and it's privately operated. But oh, this is recycled okay. water, right? And um, this, there was a ceremony held on Friday to formally open this second water plant. Um, and it has already began contributing 33,000 cubic meters of industrial water a day to southern Taiwan City. Oh, so it's industrial water. Though. Yes. Okay. It's not, I it's guess... Not- it's, for consumption? It's not for consumption. But then again, like you said, Kaohsiung is about to open a huge uh, semiconductor plant. Yeah, they will need that. They, they will, will need that water. They will need In a fact, lot of water. I don't think that 33,000 cubic meters is It's enough. a start. It's, it's a, a start. Yeah. It's a start. It's a drop in the ocean. It's a drop. Ah! Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, the man. First pun of the week. It's Monday, oh, and pun. he's yeah. firing on all, on all <laughs> cylinders already. So this is called the Linghai plant, which started operations at the end of 2021, and it's recy- uh, providing recycled. So far, it's provided recycled water to five companies. Uh, one is the China Steel Corporation, which don't let the name fool you, is a Taiwanese company, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a steel corporation. We'll just call it CSC. Just mm-hmm. we'll just keep you uh, not so to keep it. Real. Less confusing. Yeah, less confusing. Uh, and CPC Corp, which is Taiwan's uh, petroleum. petroleum. Uh, guess what the C stands for? Yeah. It's only uh. going to confuse you. <laughs> and this is according to the city's Water Resources Bureau. And uh, in attendance at the ceremony was uh, Interior Minister Xu Guorong, or Xu Guoyong. And he said, the plant is equipped with the country's first high-end wastewater test center, which will contribute to Taiwan's water treatment capabilities. I mean, I, I would hope that they have a test center before they release all that right. water. Right? <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, let's, let's maybe check if it it's looks good, safe. Uh, let's, just, let's just use the eye test. Looks good. Yeah. Send it out. <laughs> uh, the Linhai facility is the second such plant in Taiwan. After a plant is the second plant is also the first plant is also in Kaohsiung, and it uh, started operations in 2019 and generates 45,000 cubic meters of water per day. So this is very close together, huh? I guess these are yeah. initiatives that were taken in, uh, in in subsequent steps just to alleviate a problem that, I guess, was that in short term? Uh, it can't be. Well, it will it will help alleviate the problem in any. Term. It will help, yeah. right? Uh, the bureau says it will build two other plants in Kaohsiung, one in Chaotou District and one in Nanzi District, and hopefully, with those four plants in operation, they want to bring the total industrial water recycled water capacity to 205,000 cubic meters per day that is a completely meaningless number to me i don't know if that is a lot i don't know let's hope it's a lot let us hope it's a lot right Uh, (laughs) sounds a lot as as computer aficionados that tomash and i are and we're looking into yeah how how many chips did this translate (laughs) yeah how much (laughs) give me a unit that i can understand tell this to me in the number of (laughs) chips but this is good i mean this is a good step because I said this last week, right? When 
TSMC was facing the water shortage, and TSMC is the huge, is the largest provider of semiconductors in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think like, oh, who needs semiconductors? Let me tell you something. There are semiconductors in everything in the room we're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. The computer we're streaming you on, loaded with semiconductors. Mm-hmm. This monitor you see right here, loaded with semiconductors. This mouse, probably got a few in there. Uh, probably something. Something in yeah, there, right? I mean, this microphone. Yeah, right. Definitely. It's got to have something. So, because of that, uh, Taiwan needs to step up its water game because you said that Kaohsiung City was getting ready to t- get taken a semiconductor plant. Right, yes. Right. And uh, there was some concern that because of the addition of the semiconductor plant, this the, is just going to increase the demand for yeah, water. The in... water situation would get even worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good that industrial water is um, something that they're working on. And, yeah, that's. And bringing more off and uh remember the more water there is for industrial purposes the more water that they can take away from fresh water right so Mm -hmm. i mean i guess you can categorize it more for them more for us too yep more for everyone more for everybody all right so let's talk about okay so i want to talk about year-end bonuses tomash and uh taiwan in taiwan this is this is uh, we're we're getting close to Lunar New Year, which is also mm-hmm. known as Chinese New Year. Um, and there are a few customs in Chinese New Year around the Lunar New Year period. And one is like you get a lot of time off. You yeah. have a year-end banquet for your for like at your company. Unless there's a pandemic. Unless or there's a pandemic, we're not gonna have <laughs> no. our our we're not. year-end banquet. Most companies are foregoing yes. Yeah. Uh, Great tradition. I mean, it's 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 fun cool. to like you know hang oh, out with coworkers never once me. a year. You've never seen me at one of these things. Relaxed. That I'd have you. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. You can imagine. I've been at the Christmas party. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I I took I took a lot out <clears throat> of the Christmas party. Um, where was I? So it was the meal, and then there's they also give out bonuses, mm-hmm. and there's this is also time for like raises and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So if you talk to a friend who's looking to change jobs, they'll usually say, well, I want to change jobs. They'll just like, well, when do you want to change? They'll usually say after, after the Lunar New Lunar Year New because Year. that's after when companies give out bonuses. Now, there was one company that was in the news for giving out a huge bonus. Was now, it Evergreen? It was uh, Evergreen. It was Evergreen. But Evergreen is also the company, um, <laughs> their parent company also owns EVA, EVA Airways. Yeah. Right? So I'm not conf- we don't confuse it with the airport. No, or the no, their no, no. airline. The, We're talking about their shipping company. Their shipping company, yeah. And if you didn't know, this has been a banner year for like supply chain companies, mm, like yeah. anything to do with logistics, delivery, anything to do with like, uh, yeah, I guess shipping containers, right? Yeah, yeah. They are making money hand over fist because at this point it's a bidding war to see who can provide the space on ships to get things where they need to be. Everyone wants to ship stuff. And, Everybody uh, wants to ship stuff. Yeah. Like Tomash said, he ships stuff back <laughs> home and people still haven't gotten it. But the thing is, Evergreen, now they gave you, they gave their employees a, bo- a year-end bonus of, get this, 40 months. Wow. That is three and a half years, three and a quarter years worth of salary in a bonus. So it's like you work three years, three and a quarter years. <clears throat> speechless. <laughs> yeah. For, 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 for just sticking out during a pandemic, which is, and people are just like, what is going, like, people are just like, wow, that is ridiculous. But the thing is, this is not sustainable, right? I don't mm-hmm. think this is a sustainable trend. I don't think Evergreen will be giving out um, 40 year bonus, 40 month bonuses, like 10 years down the line. Probably not. But 
it is still better than what a lot of companies uh, like Amazon, uh, for example, were doing, where uh, they also saw um, increased revenue streams because yeah. of the pandemic. Everyone's buying stuff online these days, and yet they choose not to share this with their employees. So Evergreen, in a way, is doing a, a fantastic thing, yes. which is instead of making those bonuses uh, only available to the board of directors oh, and higher management. Let's not, let's not get into that. Yeah, because giving, giving them out to uh, their employees, which is great. So following on the heels of this, I guess so. Uh, there's another shipping uh, company called Youngming Marine. And they were just like, well, we can't be, you know, stingy. We can't come off of the stingy <laughs> guys. And actually, you know what? I've heard some exec, some executives at Evergreen, they got 80 months salary as okay. a bonus. I, I take back my praise. Yeah, they gave they gave 80 <laughs> months. Like I, I hear like the higher up they went, the bonus, the, the more ridiculous the bonus got. So yeah. Taiwan's Yangming Marine gives 12 months of wages as year in bonus. And that's still a considerable amount of money. That is that's, you that's nice making a whole money. year's worth of money yeah. as a bonus. And that's really nice. Yangming Transport Corp is one of the leading container sh uh, cargo shippers in Taiwan and that has decided to raise year-end bonuses for its employees to the equivalent of 12 months. Get this, they also decided to raise salaries by 4%, which is mm, a pretty right. it's a pretty mm. good it's a pretty good bump like barring like a promotion or something like that. Right? We, we don't know when the last time they raised salaries That's was. Fair. That's uh, fair. And, you know, inflation is not huge in Taiwan, but it's a thing. Yeah. Um, the company had originally only give out eight months of wages. Uh, and then this is, I mean, I, I guess there's some other information that uh, the government has also invested in Yangming Marine also. What would you spend a year worth the years worth of wages if you got that as a bonus i'm not gonna lie to you tomash i'm thrifty i'm like i'm like a dragon in a lord of the rings book i like <laughs> you looking, would sleep on it yeah I, I sleep on it i like looking at my bank account being like having that money there that 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 security blanket would be it's like oh yeah um that said if you made me like spend the money and you're just like i mean you don't have to spend the whole thing just okay, saying. let's just say if I if I gave you twelve months salary uh -huh. right now as a bonus, um, like you could yeah probably save most of it. But Oof. is there anything, you know, that you wouldn't normally buy for yourself because it's you know excessive, it's too much? But if you were given maybe th with a sudden windfall, maybe maybe, and this would have to t go through a lot more budgeting and a lot more like Excel spreadsheets. I might get myself a new car. Huh. A second-hand car. I'm not buying a new car because that is <laughs> that is a scam, my friend. Buying new cars is a scam. Yeah. But I would buy myself a new car. The car I drive now is from 2003. Mm -hmm. And I'm of the firm belief that at the end of the day, a car is an engine and four wheels. As long as it can move sure. and get you where you need to go, you're good. Anything else is just bells and whistles. I mean, I see some fancy stuff on some cars like, I don't know, Teslas now. They have iPads on them or something like that. Uh, Well, <sighs> A, a technology that could be uh, replaced with an aux cable, <laughs> an aux cable, <laughs> or or a Bluetooth connection. I mean, it's not that uh, amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it justifies the price of a Tesla. What would you buy? Um, I would probably well a twelve month salary. I would probably take like six months. And buy a new GPU from a scalper <laughs> because that's how expensive they are. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like, um, I would also probably save most of it. Yeah. yeah. Jindalari says they must have saved all that money blocking traffic in the Suez Canal. And that's another thing <laughs> yes. that blows my mind, right? They they blocked like, okay, 
I don't know the aftermath of what happened, but a ship operated by Evergreen mm-hmm. blocked the Suez Canal. Whether yes. or not the Evergreen was liable for paying the fines for... Because I think they blocked, like, what, $59 billion worth of trade? In yeah, global. it was... And, and for a while as well. Yeah, yeah, They blocked it for, like, 10 days. Yeah. And, like, the Suez Canal is so important. Mm-hmm. I think it, it links, what, the, the Mediterranean with the... Atlantic is there there any geography buffs out there uh it's the Mediterranean Sea and the uh Persian Gulf and the Persian Gulf so yeah and then that got blocked for 10 days and then they still had just like you know what it's like we still we still have imagine imagine what the bonuses would be if they didn't block the Suez Canal that is assuming that they did not get they did get (laughs) I wonder if the captain or whoever was responsible for that got the bonus as well oh maybe (laughs) um there's a report here that says one Senior Evergreen Marine employee got a bonus of ten million New Taiwan dollars. Mm-hmm. That is equivalent to three hundred and forty-eight thousand four hundred and thirty-two U.S. dollars. Okay, he, he, that was from the bonus. That was from the bonus. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it sounds like a lot, but when you compare it to bonuses that CEOs of uh, other multinational companies yeah. pay themselves, but it's, it's nice. It's, it's nice that Taiwan change. has this. You know this this tradition of giving out empl- like money to his employees these bonuses these year end bonuses, yeah. um, RTI gives us year end year end bonuses they're they're pretty nice about mm-hmm. that I mean this is the first company that's ever given me a <laughs> bonus, bonus which is very <laughs> nice you know after when when you've been without for so long when you get <laughs> you are just like all right that's pretty good that's pretty good uh, have you ever gotten a bonus um, yeah they yeah. weren't that big though I mean I, it's, I wish they were it's the feeling you get right yeah the feeling is nice but then also the feeling is directly proportional to the, that to the amount true. that you're getting the, the, the uh, you know this time of year <laughs> I'm usually such a Scrooge so like it does it does help it does help well you're uh, also you're you're there's another tradition money related tradition with uh, the lunar new year which is giving out red van- envelopes i guess you're already at an age where you don't get them you have to give them out to younger family members yeah we're moving on the, we're moving the on to the next topic here tomash <laughs> so bonuses come in handy all right and i have one story last story for uh sports buffs out here Taiwan loves its baseball. Baseball is the national sport, and the major league. And it's always fun when we have a Taiwanese player playing in the American Major League Baseball League, or yeah, the Major League Baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Because ML, the MLB is always seen as like the highest echelon of of baseball performance. So like, if you make it there, that means you are like one of the best. Okay. And Taiwan has only ever had like a handful of players make it to the MLB, which was always surprising to me because it's such a popular sport here. It is a very popular sport. Unfortunately, sports is not treated as much with as much like reverence. So there's mm-hmm. not mu- as much developments like apparatuses here in Taiwan. Is it not seen as a, like a viable career? It, it's slowly more and more now. Okay. It is now, but the thing is, it's such a recent trend that we're not going to see the effects of it until you and I are much older. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Korea and Japan, they they have very, very good development uh, leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Jap- Japanese baseball is probably the best in Asia, and South Korea is a very, very close second. So they, they send uh, players to America on the regular. There's uh, Ichiro Suzuki, there's... Uh, um, Shohei Otani, 
I mean, I'm just saying names to you right now. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just politely nodding. Yeah, <laughs> I there's know a, nothing about baseball. Hideki Matsui. I mean, there's okay. a, there's a bunch of Japanese names that that make it to. Uh, Sounds legit. Yeah. All I can say. Um, but it's always a big thing when uh, a team in America decides to sign a player from Taiwan. I can tell you a few of them. Right there was uh, Wang Jiming. You have to know him, right? No. No, you don't know him? Wang Jiming. <laughs> Again, okay. Like sports in general. Okay, um, so he did spectator for... Spectator sports, not my thing. He did for Taiwanese baseball to what Jeremy Lin did for okay, Taiwanese Jeremy basketball. Okay, Jeremy Lin, I know Jeremy Okay, Lin. there you go. So okay. you have a bit of a you have a bit of a reference here. Um, and there's other Taiwanese uh, baseball players like uh, Chen Jingfeng, Hu Jinglong, and you also have uh, Chen Weihing. And these are the guys I can really list right now. There's a new guy named um, Zhang, Hong, uh, Zhang Hongling. And he is expected to sign with a a Major League Baseball team in Pittsburgh, of all places. Um, and he's g- expected to get a signing bonus of 500000 U.S. dollars. Now, this is all just speculation. Hmm. He's a 20-year-old uh, pitcher from Kaohsiung's uh, Municipal Sanmin High School. And um, he's, he's 190. From high school? Yeah. He's that young? He's that young, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. He's 20-year-old, though. He's, he's 20 okay. years old. So he's gra- he graduated from from, right, from right. Kaohsiung High School. I guess he's been in development ever since. He's 190 centimeters tall, and he's been a focus of local and international talent scouts because his fastballs can touch to 151 miles k- kilometers per hour. That Wait, doesn't mean that m- miles or kilometers. Kilometers. 150 miles per hour is insane, yeah, it is. man. <laughs> um. uh, <clears throat> yeah, so he was in a development league, and then they got scouted, and I guess they're expecting to sign him right now. Okay, which is well, pretty cool. Good for him. Yeah, he, we'll keep an eye on him. Yeah, what do you what do you think like money like that at this age does to a person? No, nothing good. Because from what we see, yeah, in the right? past, nothing good. I, I wonder if it's gonna be like different for him for whatever reason. I mean, Taiwanese tend to be like. You know, kind of tying in with our previous conversation, yeah. tend to you know favor saving and in general be more responsible with money. Yeah, because a lot of athletes I hear about that get signed on early in their careers, like at a young age, and then get access to all this money and you know, kind of the high society, quote yeah. unquote. You know, the athletes. Um, it it does go to a person's head. I knew. Um, you know Shaquille O'Neal, right? Yeah. So like Shaquille O'Neal, when he got, he was one of the biggest basketball prospects, and he there was a story about how when he got signed, he immediately bought three like souped-up Mercedes Benzes, <laughs> one for him, one for his dad, one for his mom, uh-huh. and then a bank manager called him up and be like, "You can't be acting like this." He's like, <laughs> he's just like, "You're a promising kid, um, you're great on the court, but ev- from everything I see right now, you're horrible with money. So this has to <laughs> yeah. end right now." So like. That I I remember watching a documentary. It was it was about football players because it was also about uh, injuries and yeah. how a lot of the time they get signed on very early on yeah. when they are not very responsible with money and American football or American football. American yeah, okay, because yeah. American football is a high contact sport. Yeah, exactly. Like so so uh, eventually they end up like concussed or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like with serious health problems at like age 30 when their careers end without any of the money because they're well just not very responsible they're not very good with it um let's see do we have any questions here uh voices low says are you guys having trouble listening hearing us jen delari let us know 
Um, um, can't really boost it here, so you're going to have to do it on the console. I think that's, that's all uh, we got. All right. Anyway, though, we'll see how it goes. But that's about all the time we have for this edition of Here in Taiwan. We hope you enjoyed talking to us about recycled water and year-end bonuses and baseball players. Sign-on um, bonuses. Sign-on bonuses. Water and if you bonuses. Enjoyed seeing this. If you enjoyed hearing about it, be it's, sure to join us on Wednesday. It's actually, a bonus show about bonuses. Yes, I won't be here on Wednesday. Actually, yeah. it's gonna be Stash and Tomash. Probably. And then join Tomash and Shirley for a status update on Friday. And yes. This is just for the all for the Facebook live stream. <laughs> yes. Shortwave. We will still have everything. Anyway, uh, that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're on Facebook, do stick around. There's gonna be a post-game show. Uh, but until next time, guys, we'll see you around. Bye. Welcome to Hashtag Taiwan, the show where I, Leslie Liao, tell you about what's trending online in Taiwan. This week, we're going to take a look at some military exercises. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's a bit serious, isn't it? Trust me, there's an unexpected twist in this story that makes it extra interesting. Over the past few weeks, Taiwan's armed forces have ramped up their training regimens. However, a news report on the exercise had a bar in Ireland scratching its head and showing concern. I'll tell you why in this week's episode. Lunar New Year holiday is right around the corner. It's the biggest and longest holiday in Taiwan. But while people are gearing up to take a long, well-deserved break, Taiwan's military wants to make it clear that it's not slacking during the festive period. Last week, we showed some footage of some pretty intense pre-Lunar New Year military exercises that took place in the forest and mountains in southern Taiwan. And people in Kaohsiung City got a little nervous when they started seeing soldiers patrolling the streets and taking cover in the urban landscape. That was just another routine exercise in military preparedness, but it turned a couple of heads and made people nervous about what they were seeing. In recent years, Taiwan has placed great emphasis on upgrading its defense capabilities. In fact, just this week, Taiwan's legislature approved another 8.5 billion US dollars for defense spending to be used over the next five years. Now, the keyword here is defense, as in that money should go towards protecting Taiwan and not attacking other countries. And I'm saying this because Taiwan's recent military exercises have created some concerns abroad. The Telegraph recently did a video feature on the Taiwanese Army's exercises where Taiwan's soldiers can be seen conducting training drills. One of the locations is a makeshift course meant to simulate urban landscapes. And to lend the exercise some realism, the buildings are labeled with signs from actual stores. Now, since these are defense exercises, you might think that some of the signs for stores on the buildings you can find in this training ground are stores you can find in Taiwan. Not the case. In the opening seconds of the Telegraph video, a group of soldiers can be seen walking past an Irish bar called O'Donohue's. O'Donohue's is an actual bar in Ireland. O'Donohue's caught wind of the Telegraph video and asked on Twitter, just wondering if this is something that we should be worried about. Hashtag Battle of Marion Row, hashtag send help and they tagged the Irish Defense Forces Twitter for good measure. Some of the responses to O'Donohue's tweet are pretty great. 
Constantine Machiavelli tweets, You've got nothing to worry about. If anything, you should be glad that if you've got a problem, and if nobody else can help, you can call the Taiwanese Special Forces. David M. tweets, Just offer them a toasty ham and cheese with a creamy pint of Guinness, it'd be all good. I mean, what problem in the world can't be solved with a ham and cheese toasty and a pint of Guinness? And Shiny Finger says, this is Ireland's chief medical officer's new method to get us out of the pub at 8pm. And that's because Ireland has ordered pubs to close at 8pm as a way to combat the COVID-19 Omicron variant. Now, I just want to reassure the people at O'Donoghue's that I really don't think Taiwan plans on attacking Ireland anytime soon, if ever. But I get it. I'd be concerned too if I saw my house show up in a foreign country's military exercises. And that just about does it for this week's Hashtag Taiwan. What do you think? Do you think O'Donoghue should be worried? I don't think so, but I do wonder how that training ground got the plans and uh, blueprints for O'Donoghue's because that was pretty much a replica of that bar in Ireland. So that was one my one burning question. And uh, do you have any burning questions about Hashtag Taiwan? Or do you have any comments that you'd like to let me know? Or maybe you have a suggestion about a topic that I should do uh, my show on. Anyway, that's about all the time we have for this week's Hashtag Taiwan. If you'd like to get in touch with me, make sure to reach out to us on our Facebook pages, either Taiwan Insider or Radio Taiwan International. You can also find us on YouTube at RTI English. Anyway, I'll be back with another edition of Hashtag Taiwan next week. And in two weeks from now, we'll also have a Chinese New Year special. So don't you worry, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Hi, I'm Leslie Liao. Do you love Radio Taiwan International's English content and wish it would never end? Well, who said it has to? The fun doesn't have to stop here. Check out our website, or our Facebook, or our YouTube, or our Twitter. Go to en.rti.org.tw for the latest Taiwan news stories. Check out Radio Taiwan International on Facebook to see great pictures of Taiwan. Go to youtube.com slash RTI English to view some of our great features. And when you're done, tell us what you think on Twitter. Our handle is Radio Taiwan underscore ENG. What are you waiting for? I'm here waiting for your message. This is Status Update. Hello there. You've just tuned in to Status Update. It's a show that we read listeners' letters uh, of uh, Radio Town International English programs. Now, if you're joining us right now, it's uh, 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 January the 14th, Friday. But if you are to listen through shortwave, it would be uh, January the 18th on a Tuesday. So, yes, this is a show where we read you letters that you uh, write us and let us know what programs you listened to in this past week, what you think about them, you know, thoughts, good and bad. Yep, good and bad. And, um, you know, if it's a bad, you know, we always think about how we can do better in our shows. So uh, if you're someone who likes to write us, you know, mm -hmm. using paper and pen, um, the address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can do that right now. <laughs> but uh, you're also welcome to email us. That's rti at rti.org.tw. But as well as, you know, we love your comments on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, whatnot. Yes. Mm, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Twitter, yeah, those yeah, are our right. main channels. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. it, for our younger listeners, uh, mm. a letter is like a very slow email that people used to write <laughs> by hand and then send using, well, other people. 
Yeah. Crazy technology. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> we're going to show you some cards that we're still getting, yeah. Christmas cards that we're still getting from our listeners. So um, let's uh, let's get going with showing these. It's so great that we can do this video because then we can actually show you yeah. the cards, show you the things that you know we want to oh, see. We already have people asking. Jen Delorey is asking, yeah. does RTI do QSO cards for written letters? Oh, we do. Let's, let's uh, go to with that first. Okay. okay. Okay, we do have QSL cards. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, um, actually, Tomas, you can show so, uh, the, the kind of QSL cards that we used to get. Uh, and I'm saying used to get because we're getting new um, versions. Yes, a but new this is design. The, right, this is uh, the old version. So the original design. Very much like the postcards, you know, that you would get. Yeah. And wait, I can't see right here. What's that What's that painting on the on the front? Is um, it the, uh, the red? The red it, building, the red house, or something. Uh, no, yeah, it's not. it is. Uh, no, it is no, not. No, no, it's no, it not. isn't. Uh, it's is the. Anywhere? It's in Tainan, and uh -huh, it's the I knew it. I just Hayashi the Department Tainan. Store. Oh, that there we go. It's the Lin the Bai Lin Ho. Department Store. Mm, yes. Oh, that's a very old building. Beautiful. It's 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 you know it's a highlight uh, in Tainan. Yeah, and in fact, though I've been to Tainan, but I've never seen that building. But anyway, okay. But now but, yes. we're gonna have new kind of QSR cards. Very interesting. Even the shape has changed round ones <laughs> and we probably should describe what's on the front that looks to me is the Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall yes that is it, it does say Zio Guangzhang so oh, okay. it is the the, the Liberty, uh, Square. Liberty Square which is in front of uh, Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall right um, and uh, there seem to be people students, uh, students? Yeah, it looks like students uh, from yeah. the schools <clears throat> you know the one in the green the uniform? Mm -hmm. that's the first uh, girls high school oh the one okay. in the green uniform and it's not far from that uh, Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall. And the other, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming, is the first boys' um, um, high school, Jian Jianzhong, I think. So um, I, I think the uniform is <clears throat> that color. But anyway, so I am not that into high schoolers, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah. So like I was saying, we still we're still getting some Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. What have you got there? So uh, uh, this one, you mean, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so we have uh, a card from um, Alan Rowe mm -hmm. uh, from Teddington, Middlesex, United Kingdom. I have to say this is the most English-sounding place name. Teddington, yes. Middlesex. <laughs> um, who says, uh, who writes, uh, thank you for um, continuing to broadcast your informative and entertaining programs on shortwave. Wishing you all the very best for 2022. Oh, Alan. that is sweet. And, uh, and let's show card. the card here. Very nice card. Thank you so much. Was that? This does is it pretty say nice. what, I, what the card is from? I mean, uh, what's this, that illustration? Uh, I, I'm guessing this is Trafalgar Square uh -huh. because of the Admiral Nelson uh, um, all right. statue. Uh, does it say? Does it say? I can't find oh. it. However, okay. the card is sold in aid of the 1959 Group of Charities. Oh, um, nice. Which is, uh, uh, and there's a whole list of charities, uh, Age UK, Alzheimer's Society, uh, so Bloodwise, uh, British Heart Foundation, Cancer Research UK. Yeah. So it is a charity you. card as well, which makes it uh, double special. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Now, the other one looks like handmade. It, it is a Christmas it is, card, isn't it? Does, it okay. does look like a, like a handmade photo, which yeah. has been um, pasted onto paper. Mm -hmm. This is from... Uh, uh, Michael or uh, oh, Germany, so Michael Linder um, from Gera, Germany. Uh, mm. Look at that. 
That that's his ham radio, I think. That is a radio set. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, he's got a, a Santa Claus on the back of that. Right. All right. Thank you so, so much. So、um, I do not read German,、uh, so <laughs> I, I don't know what the top word means. And I thought you do. I thought you are like the, the、uh, United Nations here. <laughs> maybe, I wish. Maybe it's I John wish. Ben- I, I, I wish、right? I would. I <laughs> know. Okay.、Really. Um, so datum is date, I assume, which is from the twenty seventh of November, twenty twenty one. It was sixteen hundred thirty hours UTC.、Mm-hmm. Um, frequency was nine four zero five kilohertz,、mm-hmm. and sinpo rating was three five three three three. Okay. And、uh, this could be better. Yes,、yeah. Mister、um, Linda、uh, tuned in、uh, into our English service.、Programs. All right, great. Well, we also noth- have German service. I know. Yes, we do. We do, and nothing like a homemade card. Thank you so much. That is, is so sweet. This is really amazing. I mean, the、is、set that is antique, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, a beautiful set. I know. It has a. Is it a record player? It, it looks that way, but. But I I I don't、uh, know. My、yeah. elf eyes don't see it well, very clearly. Well, if you're tuning in, maybe you know. If you're joining us, maybe you can leave us comments and let us know what exactly that is.、But、if you're if、nice. you're familiar with this particular、oh, yeah. model of of a radio set,、uh, well, we we do have a lot of radio aficionados among、mm, our listeners. Yeah. So、uh, let us let us know.、Um, What this set is, if it if it has an interesting history,、mm. it's beautiful woodwork. I, I know, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Amazing. Like, like they don't make them and like this anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Well, then、um, I've got we've got some letters too, so we're gonna go right and read them、um, one by one. And here's one from Koji Miyagi of Tokyo, Japan. And let's see here.、Um, it says here, Dear Radio Taiwan International, are you gonna sneeze? <laughs> oh, taking a sip of coffee.、Sorry. Okay, okay. Let me read on. I hope you and all the RTI station staff stay safe. I listened to your English program on December fifth and enjoyed highlights and feast meets west very much. Particularly, the interview with a person at National Center for Traditional Art was interesting because it gave me a great opportunity to know the traditional food in Taiwan. I would appreciate if you can review my reception report of your English program as follows. So he listened on December fifth. From zero three zero zero to zero four zero zero UTC at one five three two zero kilohertz, and so he listened to highlights.、Uh, talked with director Wang Shiwei about his work Masses, a physical performance about the inner psyche of、uh, psyche of individuals doing social movements.、Oh. Then Curious John, which is a program by John Van Trist, and then Ear to the Ground. That's a、um, sound postcard kind of program with Andrew Ryan, who has already left us, but he still got one show without. No, actually two. Two shows with us, so he's half a RTI member. <laughs>、uh, about the New York subway, oh, it must have been that when he made a trip back into states. This was before COVID, Scotty. Then Feast Meets West, that's his food program, talking about Chinese idioms, and then trying traditional Yilan deep fried soup at the National Center for Traditional Art. Okay, deep fried soup. Yeah. Um, okay, and then、yeah. reception condition propagation was fluctuated, but overall fair to very good, with simple rating five five three four three to four five three three three, and、uh, he used the Kenwood TS four four zero S and small loop antenna, and the location was Tokyo, Japan. It says if the details in this report was correspond to station log, I would appreciate it if you send me a Kyoto card. Well, no problem. It's going to be getting the right, new、yeah. one, and.、Um, Okay, so thank you so much. That was、uh, Koji Miyagi of Tokyo, Japan, and he actually、um, we actually printed out in color. It must be the plum, no, the cherry blossom. Do, do they have the plum blossom? I think it's the cherry blossom. 
Very nice. Thank you so much for sending that. And that, you know, I'm glad that we're able to reproduce the color to this. And so that we can show everyone. Yeah, they, 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 it's, it's quite a ritual, you know, for Japanese people to um, like picnic out and, you know, sit under the cherry tree and, and just have an afternoon of picnic and cherry tree, you know, kind of, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, like watching. Gathering. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, watching yeah. sakuras is a yeah. popular pastime. Or is that I've just the fall? Um, is there a cherry tree? I think, I think this oh, is just the, the oh, autumn foliage. Oh, oh, the, oh foliage. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I wasn't it's, looking properly. Uh, yeah, very pretty. Yeah, uh, beautiful colors. Beautiful scenery. Huh? Yeah, we're able to produce that. Great, thank you. All right, your turn. Um, I have a letter from uh, Mr. Brian Newell from Logansport in Indiana. Um, who tuned in on January 7th, 2022, um, listened to Taiwan Insider, Natalie uh, and Leslie with uh, Gordon Chang. Um, That was a recent interview. Um, You can uh, listen to that on our website, uh, which we do encourage you to do. Um, Gordon Chang thinks Taiwan should have nuclear weapons. Biden should clearly advocate to defend Taiwan. If they don't, the U.S. should transfer nuclear weapons. Um, We don't know China's response. A clear declaration from the U.S. would deter CCP, as it would have high casualties if force were used. We are no longer in a benign era. Certain currents in Biden administration that uh, are cause for concern. Um, We need a clear declaration. China is very weak, but projecting a strong image. On the edge of a debt crisis, uh, 350 to 400% debt uh, to GDP, stagnant economy, depleted environment, COVID, steepest demographic decline in history, half of population to go in 45 years, concern of a closing window. She may cause military misadventure to deflect criticism. A weak China is more dangerous than a strong China. Air flights show that uh, they are on a belligerent path. AFB, uh, F-16V, six-minute to takeoff, elephant walk information. Um, Taiwan, 6.0 quake, $200 million uh, investment in fund with Lithuania, same-sex adoption, and Taoyuan Airport COVID cluster. So this was a summary of the program that um, uh, Mr. Newell tuned into. Taiwan Today, Natalie, uh, again with Gordon Chang, uh, Beijing very casually averse under reported casualties in India border clash. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to skip to... <laughs> sure. Um, news highlights, Swiss experimental MS uh, Farima, uh, green ship. Um, that was an interesting story. Taiwan COVID cluster, Jai Air Force drills, uh, interest in preserving old military villages. Um, and uh, there the email ends. Um, mm, so okay. thank you uh, to Mr. Brian Newell from Logansport, Indiana, for yeah. um, providing us with a reception report. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, thank you. Okay, I do have another letter from Japan as well. This is from uh, Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan this time. And um, let's see here. He also listened in on December 5th at 03000204000 UTC. Frequency was 15320 kilohertz. Simple rating was 35343 fair, in quotes, and 225232 noisy. And it says, uh, looks like he listened to highlights. Uh, It was an interview talking about social massage, social movements, and Cloudgate Theater dance performance. And then uh, Curious John, uh, John's show, talk about Taiwan's people to be bilingual vision, 
Taiwan High School Education System, Taiwan's English Proficiency, and Feast Meets West. Again, that's the Andrew Ryan's food show, talking about how to spend a Taiwanese holiday. And then there was a song played by a male group, and then talked on entertainment video. They were, then there was a rap song. It's a very long show, something like 30 <laughs> minutes. So, you know, play some songs in between, give you breaks. Um, Chinese lesson, uh, learning lessons. Yeah, sometimes Andrew does that. And actually, she, he co-hosts with... Um, What's her name? She's a celebrity here in Taiwan. Oh, gosh. I was a, Ellen Chu. Ellen Chu. That's oh, it. Ellen oh. Chu. Yeah. And so uh, let's see here. And then there was an in- information about an RTI contest. Then uh, let's see here. This is December report. RTI English service on 15320 kHz. Condition of wave was fair or poor for listening. As usual, I can listen at first, but then it gradually became noisy and hard to listen. Well, I'm really sorry about that. And then in Japan, the number of new people infected with Corona Delta strain was 15 in Osaka and 115 nationwide. Currently infected people, 1,128 uh, as of December 7th. Uh, three people were infected with the Omicron strain and the third was okay, a Japanese person. The government has not shown any special measures for the domestic so far. But it is expected that the third vaccination will be carried out early next spring. Yeah, same here. Mm. I will continue to listen to RTI English Service. Thank you for your service. Well, thank you for your letter. And that was again Mikio Kohara of Osaka, Japan. Thank you very much for your letter. Yeah. And um, we do have one more short uh, email here. This is from John Zachary Alvarez. It says uh, of, uh, of, hold on, the Philippines, the Philippines. It says, Dear Radio Taiwan International, I heard and I've been receiving your station in English on 15320 kHz earlier at 0300 UTC till 0400 UTC. The programs are news, current affairs, um, quote unquote, here in Taiwan and music, Jukebox Republic. That's my music show. Um, The signal reception was excellent signal strength. I'll always listen to RTI every day in any language programs of RTI on my shortwave receiver. Well, that's great. Um, let's see here. So he listened on January 4th. And simple rating was five across the board. Wow. That's very Strong rare. <laughs> yeah. Five is the maximum that yeah. you can get right, on, right, right. on exactly. uh, every simple category in, in case uh, some of our um, viewers live or listeners at mm. home don't um, understand that. It's five categories. Uh, and in each one, the score of five is the highest that you can get. That is right. So that was again John Zachary Alvarez of the Philippines. Thank you so much for the Thank email. You very much. And so, have you ever been a DXer, a, a shortwave radio listener? Like um, you seem to know quite a bit. Not, uh, not really. <laughs> not, no, no. <laughs> it, it's something that I no, uh, no, something that I learned about a little bit <laughs> once I started working here. The simple <laughs> ratings. Oh, I mean, oh, good, good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, oh. I knew of shortwave, yes, and shortwave right. radios, yes. Uh, yeah. But it, it's not really a popular pastime in Poland. I have to say. Yeah, really. Mm, not oh. a not a popular thing, uh, or at least uh, I never. Uh, came in Never contact came with across that. with yeah. uh, across it. Oh, not like John Ventrias no. who used to <laughs> listen with his dad to oh, our wow, show. Yeah. You know, way back when he was still a teenager, apparently. Wow. Anyway, well, this is a shorter show, and so um, we're almost done, and so we're gonna have to say goodbye. But thank you so much for joining us. We'll be here every Friday, you know, around one one thirty ish, okay, and um, and then reading your letters. 
So you can start writing letters to us. Right. Um, <laughs> start um, listening to our programs and write us letters. And yeah. then, uh, if we have time, we will also read your comments. But you have to excuse us if sometimes we don't uh, get to um, do that because we do have a lot of emails to get through. We we have a bit of a backlog. Yeah. And um, it, it is a shorter show. Than yes, here it is in a shorter show. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. So for status update, I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Tomasz Koper. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Radio Taiwan International, Taiwan's national broadcaster. We hope you enjoyed our programs. You can catch all of our latest news, audio, and video features on our website at en.rti.org.tw. Again, go to our website en.rti.org.tw for engaging news, videos, and programs about Taiwan. If you like to hang out on social media, RTI is there too. Our Facebook URL is Radio Taiwan International. And you can watch our engaging video features, including the weekly news magazine program Taiwan Insider, on our YouTube channel, RTI English. Again, our YouTube channel is RTI English. For those who enjoy the Twitter sphere, our handle for Taiwan Insider is at Taiwan Insider. For RTI English, it's at Radio Taiwan underscore ENG. And if you'd like to enjoy us on your smartphone, just download our app RTI to go. That's one of the best ways to enjoy all our news, videos, and programs. That's RTI to go. If you're a shortwave listener, we have two channels in Asia. For South Asia, tune into 6100 kilohertz from 1600 to 1700 UTC. To Southeast Asia, you can hear us on 15320 kilohertz from 0300 to 0400 UTC. We would love to know what you think of our programs. Email us at english at rti.org.tw. Thank you again for tuning in to Radio Taiwan International. Music